Hello there, welcome to this week's Bet McLean Football Show. The biggest story in the Irish League this week is the appointment of Coleraine's new manager. Following Oren Kearney is Rodney McAree, and he's on this week's show alongside Crusaders goalkeeper Sean O'Neill and Stephen Beacon. Let's do it. Rodney, Sean, you're very welcome. What's it like having the Coleraine badge in that chest of yours? Fantastic! Um, it's a, thank you very much. It's a it's a challenge that I, that I wanted to embrace. It's a challenge that I wanted to take on. I felt it was comfort at, a, at the right time for myself. Um, I was ready for that challenge, and, and thankfully it has come around. How to come? How to go with the family and, and everyone associated with Dungannon Swifts? Everybody's been very supportive. Obviously, there's a lot of disappointed people at Dungannon Swifts to, to see me move on. Um, I felt for the chairman because I had to speak to him first and foremost. Um, I'm good friends with the chairman as well, so it was very difficult to tell him. But ultimately, I had to, I had to make a decision for Rodney McGarry. Yeah, and in the summer after your League Cup success last season, in the summer there was talk of Glen Torn and all that, and you decided it wasn't the time to go. You didn't get off to the best start of the season, and then this comes along. Um, <laughs> what was so different this time? I think it was just the challenge that presented itself, the, the way the club's going, the, the structure that's in place, the foundations that have been laid. I think now Coleraine is in a very, very encouraging position. Um, their facilities are second to none in, in terms of training, match day and how they go about their, how, how they go about their business and what they try to deliver is, is something which was very encouraging and as I say, it was just something I wanted to get involved with. Yeah, you looked on your squad list. Were you smiling? <laughs> I was, yeah, absolutely. Whenever you see certain boys sitting on the bench in the weekend past, and it shows the quality that the, the the squad possess, and it's going to be very difficult till till choose your eleven. But ultimately, as a manager, that's what you want. So you went down to Bangor uh, at the weekend, and obviously saw your team play against um, Ards, and, and Ards closed up shop. They made it difficult. Yeah, um, Colin had them very 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 well set up. It's the same Ards side that come here a couple of weeks before that, and, and got a very good nil nil draw. Um, so he sat in. He was very very difficult till till break down, but as well as sitting in, they also had a couple of opportunities themselves. So he sort of come away from us frustrated because we, we did create enough opportunities in the second half that, that we should have won the game. Unfortunately, we just didn't get that goal that we needed. Will you relocate to Coleraine, not, Rodney? Not just at the moment. It would be it would be a big shift, to be honest, at just at this moment in time. But I wouldn't rule it out in the future. It's, it's somewhere where which myself and my wife Adele are, are very fond of. We love. We used to love going up to Coleraine as as part of Dungan Swift's team, and we'd have spent the weekend up there. So I wouldn't rule it out in the distant future. So we'll get a ride in some of the the Barry's rides up there. <laughs> Big Dipper, ain't just about tall enough for that. Too. I was going to ask you at Dungannon you did absolutely brilliantly. You won the League Cup, you created history, but it was a different mindset at Dungannon. At Coleraine, the mindset now is to win the league title, to win the Irish Cup, to be challenging for all the trophies. How will you cope with that mindset? It's something that, I, that I'll relish. Uh, I counted myself as a winner whenever I played myself. I always wanted to win games of football. I think that's important. Um, I'm coming from a, a club which, which didn't expect to win every game. Um, and I'm not expecting to win every game at Coleraine, but I know that I'm going into a club and a squad of players that are, are capable of winning every game. So it's a good mindset, it's a, it's a, it's a good position to be in. They, they are a strong squad of players and they will challenge and they, and they will compete with the best teams in the league. So that's, a, that's an opportunity which is, which is too good to pass up. And do you have the same expectation levels as the fans have now? They want to win the title. Obviously, yeah, because they, they've got themselves into that position where, where they're up at that end of the table and, 
and you have to set, you, now I think you have to set your set your um, targets as you would like to win the league. It's it's not going to be easy. You've got the man sitting beside us, Sean, at, at Crusaders. You've got your Linfields, you've got your Glenavans, Palominas. They're, they're all very, very good squads. Um, and they're very strong squads. And it's going to be, it's, it's a very difficult league to win. And you're following Oren Kearney. Yeah. Which is um, quite big f- um, shoes to fill. Yeah, but say he's 10, I think. <laughs> um, they are big shoes to fill. He's done an absolutely extraordinary job. But there's a part of me has to thank Oren because only for him doing the job that he done, this opportunity for me would never have presented itself because he has went on to bigger and better things by going to St Mirren and he has got that opportunity through the success that he built for himself. The games come thick and fast and it doesn't start much bigger than Linfield on Saturday? No, they are, it's certainly a big game. Uh, there's going to be a great crowd at the game, there's going to be a great atmosphere. Over the past while I've, I've spent time going to watch other games within the Premiership um, and you go to the big games and you see the big crowds and you, you taste the atmosphere and that was just something that I wanted to get be part of also. Yeah, so it's, uh, you mentioned Sean obviously what's happening at Crusaders, obviously you guys lost to uh, Coleraine a few weeks back, that obviously got a hurt but in the scheme of the title race, how do you think these guys are going to do? I think uh, the, the team that kind of Oren has built and now that Rod's taken over, it's a, it's a good squad. Um, I think if you had looked at it a couple of years back, you'd have probably said they're a good 11. Now, as Rod said, you know, they have a real good strength and depth there now. So, you know, you can see Coleraine really challenging this year. What's going on in the Crusaders camp? Happy days in the Crusaders camp. <laughs> um, I think uh, people are, a lot of people are talking about the full-time thing that, that's came about. Has that, has that put additional pressure on you boys? Not a, no, not at all. I think people obviously you know you're playing football. Some of the boys are playing football every day, which is great. You, you'd you'd love to do that. Um, are you tired? No, definitely not. And I think that's what people are getting at. Um, that this team isn't tired. You've had a bit of a wobble. I think it comes from probably not a a real good um, pre-season we had. You know we played two top top teams in, in Europe and get trounced. Everyone knows that. Um, and we've kind of brought that poor kind of form um, into the season, but we've we've regrouped and you know Saturday was a good win. It was a, it was a good get, getting over the line on Saturday. I suppose that was where it was at, just to get it over the line. We did get over the line, but at the same time, the game could end ended four or five. You know, if we take our first half chances, you know, um, it could have been a lot different. But I was just I was talking the road before this. I was just happy with the clean sheet. You know, we'd been shifting a lot of goals um, lately, so to get a clean sheet was, was good. Are you finally over the Gavin White um, transfer? Because I know that took a lot out of you personally, Sean, <laughs> because you were one of his best mates. You were like a father figure to him. Um, so what's the situation now? Has Gavin White and his transfer been put to bed in that dressing room? Well, I'm still crying myself to sleep at night. <laughs> like, so, um, no, Gavin, Gavin's a great lad. You know, there's players and I have to step up and and really go in and, and make the kind of kind of right side of midfield their own. Um, have we seen boys do that yet? Who knows? But you know, over the coming weeks, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to see where Stephen and, and the squad really are regarding that. And you still feel this could be the fourth title in five years, which would be incredible. Still believe, yeah. There's, there's no trophies handed out the early doors. Um, you know, before Christmas even. So, you know, you may have a we. We gained back a, a huge gap last year of kind of I think it was thirteen or fourteen points on, on Coleraine. Um so you know, there's nothing nothing never say never with this Crusaders team. Um we've been put down a lot of times by people in the in the media and 
you know, we've, we've had five great years at the crew, so who says it can't be another one? Hope he's not referring to me there. <laughs> <laughs> just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Sean, the one thing I admire about you, it is all about the team. So last season you were in and out. Probably more out than in, let's face it. And when it came to winning the title, you were leading the celebrations, you know what I mean? Now you're back in your number one jersey. How are you finding it? And where's your head at with the game? And your, and your game? Because as you mentioned, you, you have shifted. Yeah. No, it was difficult last year. And I think um, even last year, we didn't, those clean sheets, something we set ourselves um, probably five or six years ago. Stephen came in and said, look, we're shipping too many goals. That's set up a real solid back four and, and we did that we brought in like said Billy Joe Burns who was probably a big change in, in the way Crusaders were going and we took a player who was a real top player at Linfield and we took them from from the champions at that time um, and look where we've, we've came so I think overall um, the fact that we're, we've Saturday say we've stopped conceding goals I think that's going to be a big boost to the team um, me personally, I'm just glad to be back. I think last year was a tough season, but at the same time, as you say, Pete, it's 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 all about the team, and you know, there's no one bigger than the team. It's, it's a team game, and um, I was always going to be at the head of those celebrations. Absolutely, um, Rodney. You, you look at the likes of what Crusaders have done in, in recent times. Now you've got a huge opportunity. Is that weighing heavy on your mind? Are you are you nervous about what you're you're about to, to take on? Or are you embracing it with both hands? I'm excited. I'm excited to be involved in, in in the other side of the Irish League, to be honest, because over this past while you've sort of focused your attention on, on finishing as high up the bottom of six of the table as possible to give yourself an opportunity of pushing into the top six. Now all of a sudden your challenges is a lot different, so that has to be exciting. I'm, I'm currently in the process of finishing my pro licence, so whenever you're doing your pro licence, you don't do your pro licence to stay where you are, you do your pro licence with, with the hope that you progress on. In terms of Dungannon and what you've left behind, do you think they're going to struggle? Not with the group of players that they have, um, providing they, they can stabilise, providing they can get the right man in. The, the squad of players that's there are, are more than capable of competing and, and they'll do well. And it, it's, it's, been a, it's been a big change for the players, it's been a big change for the, cha- or for the changing room. So it's a case of them regrouping, getting together and, and battling their way out of it first and foremost and, and I believe then they'll kick on. You got on to meet your new squad on Saturday down at Bangor. Um, what way were you received by the boys? Seem to be received very well. Um, the, the feedback that I've had has been very good. The social media comments has been very good but we all know in the, in the course of six games that can change dramatically. So. Um, it's very nice to be accepted at this moment in time and I can assure everybody I'll work extremely hard at, at trying to make things successful. We've already mentioned the Blues on Saturday and then you've got Ballymena. You've got the Derby. Yeah, two easy ones just for a, a little bit of an initiation. Um, <laughs> but it's, that's what you want, that's the way you want it and, and it's, we'll address this Saturday first and foremost. It's, it's going to be a fabulous occasion, it's going to be a great occasion for myself and, and it's one that I'm really looking forward to. This is the Bet McLean Football Show from Cool FM. Rodney McAray, Sean O'Neill, Stephen Bacon. Here we go, predictions time. And I'm so excited about the fixtures this weekend. We're going to start on Friday night. Newry at home to Warren Point. And what a result Warren Point had last weekend. They certainly had, Pete. And I would say this is the best weekend of Irish League football so far. Not only do you have Coleraine and Rod's first match as manager taking on Linfield, but you've Crusaders against Glenavon. So you've got the top four meeting. You've got a very important match for Barry Gray at Cliftonville against Ballymena and you've got a historic derby Newry against Warren Point I was lucky enough to be at Warren Point on Saturday and the scenes in that ground after they scored two injury time goals were oh, it was just phenomenal I was so pleased for them tough 
for Cliftonville to take, but brilliant for Warren Point to get off the mark. 94th minute equaliser, 95th minute to win it. Um, what was Barry Gray's demeanour like at the end? I didn't see Barry Gray, unfortunately, because um, uh, Barry didn't stick around to talk to the media. He left after a couple of minutes spending time with his players in the changing room. So we got to speak to Chris Curran, the Cliftonville captain. He was very honest about the situation. Obviously, everyone at Cliftonville very, very disappointed with how that match um, transpired. But you have to give credit to Warren Point, Pete. They'd lost 6-1 to Ballymena United, 5-0 to Linfield. They were 1-0 down to a Joe Gormley goal, and they kept going to score in the 94th and 95th minute. I think that speaks volumes for the character of that club, and I think it speaks volumes for the players working hard for their manager, Steve McDonnell. And for me, they deserved the victory. Against Newry, what a match that's going to be. There's going to be a really big crowd at that one as well. I'm told that um, it's been the talk of both towns for the last few weeks. And I think Warren Point can go there with real confidence, having got off the mark. But I've said all season that Newry's season will be defined by their home results. And I think this is a really important one for them because um, they, they've... They've done well at home and they'll think to themselves, this is a match where relegation could turn on um, because these three points are going to be massive. Funny thing is, though, I don't think either team will win. I think it's a draw written all over it after saying all that. I'm going to go for a 2-2. And if people in Newry and Warren Point are watching this, get down to watch it because you'll see a really good match. Rodney? I can't believe I'm going to agree with Vigo. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to say, I think I think Warren Point will be buoyed with the, the victory last week and it's, it's going to be a big lift for them. Um, Newry will have big support at, at their at their home game against Warren Point. It'll be a good atmosphere, it'll be a good game, but I expect goals as well and it's going to be very hard to separate, so I'm going to 2-2 as well. 2-2, Sean? I can definitely see goals, um, but I actually think Warren Point could, could just sneak it um, on Friday. They try to play football. They do try and play and you know, at times it's their, their downfall at the same time, but... Um, against us, I know we really found it tough down there against them. They, they set up really well, and I think the type of team that could could get one or two against you. You actually stopped them from getting their first win. You saved the penalty, right, and yeah. then you went up and, and scored the winner. Yeah. So you were impressed by them? Well, I was, I was, and the manager, I like the way the manager stuck by his, reminds me actually of Rod, your younger days at Dungannon. Um, he would stick to you know, what he believed in, and, and he wanted them to play in, in a certain way. And, Fair play to him, and hopefully they, I think they'll, they'll go and get a 2-1 a two, two win. 2-1 one win, all right, into Saturday then. We mentioned Cliftonville already at home to Ballymena. How important is this game, and, and what's happening in that dressing room? Because there must be discontentment of some description in the camp. Well, there's discontentment because of the results. They've lost three games out of seven already, Pete, and that's not good enough because... At the start of the season, Cliftonville wanted to be up there challenging for a title. They wanted to be up there with Korean, Linfield, Crusaders, Glenavon. At the moment, they're in mid-table, so something has got to change, and the results have got to change quickly. Against Ballymena, it's a great opportunity for them because they're at home. Ballymena haven't played a league game since September the 1st for a few bizarre reasons. So I think Cliftonville can go into this and, and fight for their fans, fight for their manager and fight for themselves and produce a big team performance. If they do that, they'll win the game 2-1. Are Cliftonville out of the title race? As Sean has alluded to, it's very early days in the title race and if you put a run of victories together and you sustain that over a period of time, you, you can never say never. Um, so I wouldn't say they're not. Uh, they, they will, their, their supporters will expect a a great and um, passionate display from the players in the field and, and they'll expect them to, to go out and give a little bit back because supporters need repaid at times as well so 
I think they will they will win this weekend, and I think that maybe comes down to the fact that Balamina haven't played for three weekends, and and that can take its toll a little in terms of match sharpness. So, I think Cliftonville might win three one. Three one, Sean. I can see a Cliftonville win. Yeah, I think they'll get back on the the winning ways. I can actually see Cliftonville getting a clean sheet this week. I can see maybe a two or three nil win. Um, maybe just because of the fact you say Balamina haven't really played um, for for a few reasons, um, but. I can see Clevenville getting back to winning ways, yeah. Well, what do you make of the Ballymena setup and how many new players that David Jeffrey brought in? I mean, the, the, the results at the start of the season for having such a new squad were pretty unbelievable. They were, and they've actually, if you looked at Ballymena squads, you know, previous, quite, quite old, or, you know, the players that you were coming to kind of their end of their, end of their career were going to Ballymena. I think David's kind of rejuvenated that team and he's brought in a bit of legs and it's, it's working for them. I just think it's came at a, you know, Cliftonville's came at a bad time because I feel Cliftonville, you know, with everything's going on at the minute with Cliftonville, I think they're going to kind of bring that change room together and, and it could lift that club. So I think Cliftonville will just edge them Saturday. Um, let's get on to Coleraine against Linfield, and I'm sure you're hoping for a draw. Draw, I can see a draw. Yep. Um, no, I actually can't see a draw. I think it's a, it's a good game. I think Linfield have started really, really well. But um, Coleraine, you know, they're, they're starting really well and obviously this man's first game could um, be an extra incentive for the players to, to go and get his first win. But the way Linfield are going, I can, I can see a draw. Sorry, sorry, Rod. <laughs> does Joel Cooper worry you? He does in the form that he's in. Um, because I've, I've seen him a couple of occasions this season, he's done extremely well. As has other Linfield players as well. They're, they're a change of Linfield side from, from the past. They, they maybe play a little bit differently as they uh, till what they have done in the past as well. So it's going to be a difficult game. Um, How important is Roy Carroll to that Linfield team for experience? And I don't. Th- I'm going to say this in front of Sean. That maybe doesn't come across well because Sean can talk as well. Um, Roy Carroll, Roy in terms of vocally, is is very good for his back forward and very good for the players in front of him in terms of leadership and and know-how and understanding. So he is massive to Linfield. Um, he, he leads by example. He, he, is, he has an extremely successful career, as we all know. So he's, he's a sort of guy who, who would instill confidence in the back four. Um, Baco, tell it as you see it. Who's going to win a Saturday? Well, first of all, it's going to be a brilliant occasion for this man here, Rod. This, it's going to be a packed house. The Korean fans will give him a phenomenal welcome. Linfield fans, not so much. <laughs> um, but I think it could be one of the games of the season um, because you've got two unbeaten teams, two brilliant squads, two sides that I fully expect to be up there battling for the title come April. And it's such a tough one to call. I think midfield's going to be huge. Stephen Larry up against Jamie Mulgrew. That's a tasty battle because Larry, of course, used to play here. Um, uh, and uh, Linfield's defence have been really strong this season but I, I like Coleraine at home I think I'd, I'd be surprised if Coleraine lose the game and a bit like Sean here I think given what's at stake maybe both teams would um, take a draw and run and get out of there and move on to the next one that's why I'm going to say it's going to be 1-1 would you take a draw by the way? You don't go into any game looking to draw. In the, in the position I'm in now, you want to win every game. I've said that earlier, so obviously a target for us in Saturday will be winning it. And, and to be honest with you, yes, it's my first game, but it'll be all about the players in Saturday. It's about them going out and, and representing the club in the manner they need to. Uh, we've talked about Glenavon's home form. Glenavon at home to Crusaders at the weekend, off the back of scoring four last weekend. Um, 
it's going to be a tough game. It's another. I mean, you've already said it. Big with the fixtures this weekend are superb. How do you see this one going? Cracking game of football. If it was at Seaview, funny enough, I think I'd tip Glenavon because I do believe away from home they're the best team in the league. They've proven that already this season. They did it last season. But at Mournview Park, I fancy Crusaders. I think the win that you've got at the weekend, Sean, was massive. I know it was only 1-0, but just to get back on that winning trail, you know how important it is, Rod, to build that momentum. And Crusaders will be looking now to, to build that momentum with another victory at Glenavon. I think when I look at the Glenavon side, there's so much talent in it. You know, Josh Daniels has had a cracking start to the season, you know. Um, but Crusaders have got strong players, strong mentalities. If they bring their A game to Mournview Park, I see them winning 2-1. How do you see Saturday going? Do you, do you fear Saturday? I think it's a tough game. I think always going to Mournview is a tough game. Gary's got that team kind of set up, and it's similar to Ballymena um, as well. You know, a lot of young young players, a young squad. Um, Sykes is... Whenever you see Sykes running at you, what's going through your head? Uh, someone hit him quick. <laughs> um, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough game and he's a, he's a top player and he's probably the kind of standout player, I think, in the, in the league the last two seasons as, as a centre midfielder. Um, and he's hopefully he doesn't take it into Saturday. But we've, as you said, the, the, the win on Saturday, I think we're just getting that wee bit of momentum again now and I think maybe we could... Sneak the win. Yeah. Paul Heatley scoring the winner. I thought that was important for him. Very important. Um, his first goal of the season, as you all know, he's, he's a 20 goal a year man every year. Um, so it's the fact he's off the mark is, is also a good thing. Hat trick for Heatley on Saturday? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Pete, it's going to be a cracking game of football. That, you know, so many um, fantastic games of football. And before I forget, we've got to mention Lauren versus Porter down in the Championship. It's going to be about 1,500 people at that one. That's going to be another builder. Absolutely. Ronnie, what way do you see the game go? Two very competitive sides. Two very good sides. Um, I think Crusaders just getting the win against Newry and, and everybody likes maybe a, a dirty 1-0 win where you just scrape over the line and that maybe gives them a little bit of momentum. I don't see Crusaders... I see Crusaders climbing the table and, and going further and getting closer to Linfield at this moment in time. Um, I think they can go to Glenavon and win it. I think both teams could score. Apologies, Sean, so no clean sheet bonus. Um, but I see, I see both teams scoring, but I see Crusaders edging it and winning 2-1. All right, OK. Um, your old squad at home to Art, um, and you got to see, obviously, the job that Art did in Coleraine last weekend. So um, do you fear for Nagana this weekend? I don't fear for them. I definitely wouldn't fear for them if they, if they can galvanise the changing room and, and make sure that everybody's up for the task ahead. I, th I think they're more than capable of winning that game. It's... It's not going to be easy. Colin is his team ex extremely well drilled, well set up. They're hard to break down. Do you wonder where the goals are coming from, though, for yeah. for Ards? Um, for both, for both, to be honest, for Dungannon Swifts and and for Ards, I, I don't think there'll be a lot of goals in this game. Um, first and foremost, Colin wants his team to get a clean sheet. He doesn't want to concede. Um, so he keeps him, he keeps things very very tight. I think if if Dungan can maybe get Daniel Hughes back in the pitch at some stage, maybe he can give everybody and still a little bit of confidence into everybody. And I hope to see a Dungan Swifts one they'll win. Pico. I think Dungan and Swifts have got one of the biggest decisions coming up in their recent history. When Rod McAree was manager and Darren Murphy before him, there were no fears whatsoever about relegation. Given now that Rod has left, um, uh, I think they've got a massive appointment in their hands and they've got to get it right. Because at the start of the season, Pete, I thought Institute, Newry and Warren Point would be the three down there. And they will be. But, but all three of those sides are capable of winning football matches. 
And if Dungannon don't start winning football matches, they're going to be in the middle of a relegation battle. So they have to get this appointment right. And I wish them all the best with it. In terms of Saturday, um, Colin Nixon has done an excellent job at Ards. They had a, sh a shaky start, but they're going to come good and they're going to be safe. And, and Johnny Fraser, he's a quality player. I think maybe he might be the difference on Saturday. I'm going to go Ards to win 2-1. Sean? I have to agree with Beagle here. I actually think um, Ards will beat Dungannon. Uh, I think with, with Ards, Colin Nixon's done a great job. Can I ask you about Sam Johnson? He's, he's had a real great start to the season. It's really, really, really important for Ards as well. I know from talking to Craig McLean, um, who's went there, Craig, he's you know, highly recommended of Craig. So um, I'm with even bringing in Craig McLean. There's a lot of professionalism, as you know, Rod, yourself. Um, when he was with Dungannon with us, he, I mean, the every, yeah, the ultimate pro. I, I mean, Craig McLean is the ultimate pro. So, you know, I'm sure he's brought, you know, something really special into that Ars team. And you can actually kind of see it over their last couple of results. So I can actually see them just pipping Dungannon at the weekend. But I, I, I have to admit, I can't see, I don't think Dungannon will be in trouble this year. Um, I think they've kind of good enough players to, to see themselves safe this year. Uh, final game in the league on Saturday, the Glens at home, the Institute. And... Well, it was all talk at the start of the season that the ship were going to play at the Oval. That didn't come about. How do you think it's going to pan out? Just think, and Rodney could have been manager of Glentoran <laughs> in this match had he have chosen the Oval. But I, I think he made the right choice, to be fair. Um, I think Glentoran will win. Uh, they've had a really promising start to the season, and I think they can kick on at the Oval. And I think there's a bit of a buzz about Glentoran right now, and I'm really pleased to see that because, um, as I've said before, I like to see Glentoran being strong. I, I hate to see them floundering in the wilderness because they're too big a club for that. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go Glentoran to win this one 3-1. Um, Sean? I can see a Glens win, yep. Although Institute, boy, Michael McCrudden is a really good player for them. and I think what kind of what happens this year with him in terms of many goals he gets really going to kind of set where they're going to end up. But the Glens have started really well. Um, I know from talking to Paul Lehman, he's kind of happy with the way things are going. We've got a couple of boys who've had a good start of the season. They've signed up again for a few years. So there's good vibes about Glen Torrent at the minute. I can see a Glens win, maybe 2-0. Can I ask you, um, you were talking about Leaper there and he's gone into coaching. Um, would you ever go into coaching? Because you, were, you became like a, a national icon during the summer. <laughs> Um, on your stag do, whenever you give that great um, Al Pacino <laughs> any given Sunday speech. Do you want to give us a few no, words now? No, <laughs> but would you ever go into coaching? It's definitely something that I, I will kind of want to do when I'm, when I'm finished playing, but I have about another five or six years <laughs> left. You give me a break here. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be some ringleader, that's for sure. Um, what do you think, Rodney? Institute's a good side. Um, we uh, at was played um, Institute a few weeks ago up at the Brandywell and they're a good side and I watched them against Coleraine early on the season and they played some very good football on a big pitch at the Oval um, on a decent surface in a game that they're not overly expected to get too much maybe they can go and play with a little bit of freedom and it'll be tighter I think than people think um, I think Institute can go there and give a good account of themselves whether they can win it or not I'm not too sure Sitting on the fence Sitting on the fence maybe, maybe Glenn Torn by a goal but I think it'll be tighter by than people think. Gotcha. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us this week. Good luck this weekend, Sean Rodney. Wishing you every success at Coleraine, and um, we hope you're flying high at the end of the season and pushing on for that title. Excellent. That's it for this week's Beck McLean Football Show. Thank you very much for joining us. Enjoy your football this weekend, and we're back next week.